Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another great episode of the War Report Radio Series. Thank you for tuning in. You can find us on the iTunes podcast section under War Report Radio Series. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams, and today is Friday, August 25th. I like to call it Efficiency Friday. My man Zaybro just walked in the building. What up, Zay? He's in the war room. We got another great episode for you guys dropping off today. Episode 38 with my man Delonte Bass, a.k.a. Brother Sunflower. He's got the very hot, fresh off the precious comic book and launch party tomorrow at NJIT on MLK in Newark. So make sure you guys definitely check that out. What else do we got in store for you guys, man? I really just want to get into this interview. The interview ran a little bit longer than usual. Um, so we're going to get into that. Very interesting brother right here. He's got his own comic book, man. I got my issue. I'm definitely going to pick up issue three tomorrow at the launch party. Man, this comic book is hot, man. I'm going to waste no more time and get right into it, man. Here's the interview, guys. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Welcome back to the War Report. Today is Friday, August 25th. We are here with my main man, Delonte. Introduce yourself to the people. What do you do? You know what I mean? What are you into? Let's talk about some events coming up here in Newark, New Jersey, man. Just get a get a people to introduction, please. Well, my name is Delonte J. Bass, uh, a.k.a. Brother Sunflower. Uh, what I do, I do a host of things. Um, born and raised in Newark. We got a comic book out. PB Soldier also, I do bike and got a club called United Cycles, so we bike all over the state, New York, everywhere. Um, also teach STEM to the children, you know, youth program, science, technology, engineering, math. So that's just some of the things we do, and the rest, and I'm also in the political world, and the rest we'll talk about as the interview go on. Okay, okay, man. Uh, let's get right into the PB Soldiers, because not a lot of black people own their own comic book is that correct yes i mean it's growing it's growing it's just the way the market is set up you only see like marvel and dc but once you start to get out there you start to see there's a lot of black people with comic books okay. or or media that you may you may take for granted but if you're not in that society or that culture mm-hmm. or that group You'll just overlook it. Okay, you know? now, how is the comedy? Com- I mean, uh, the comic book community rather today and age? Because obviously, I guess when it blew up, there wasn't really like my generation. I would feel like like the millennials type of thing. But there are still a bunch of millennials still in the comic books, right? Yeah. So, like, how would you describe it? You know, the comic book industry is stronger than it ever was before. Okay. Due to the fact of movies, mm. X Men. Uh, Avengers, yeah. uh, Captain America, Captain America, Black Superman. Panther now, now Black Panther was the number one grossing comic book. Wow! Since in the past, what period? In the past period, because it sold more issues in one month than only comic book ever 
it sold as many as the Black Panther in one month with Superman like first issue wow. and the issue of Batman. And that, this is this present day you're talking about. Yes, and that's why if you notice, Black Panther the movie supposed mm-hmm. to come out in like 2020 or 2019. One yeah. of them, they moved it up. You think so? I think they moved it back. No, no well, they moved it up as far as the timeline. Yeah, because the demand was so Absolutely. great. And Did you what, see? Um, well, of course you saw. Uh, was it uh, the Captain America? Yeah, the last uh, one they had, the last Avengers movie, Civil and, War. Civil War, and that's what happened. Yeah, he, he had a great performance. The guy playing Black Panther, and the people came out because they Black Panther was in it. It caused the movie to gross a lot of money, so people came out looking. Okay, Black Panther. So they realized, oh, people going crazy over this Black Panther. Oh, we got to move this up. Okay. We got to start making gear, toys, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, you know, everybody's talking about the Black Panther. And they're okay. waiting to see how they're going to take it, you know. Yeah, it's um, pretty interesting how they uh, how Marvel decided to do their, like, video series. All the um, movies are kind of interconnected. And if you stay after you watch the movie, they give you, like, a little sneak peek toward the next film. And it's interesting how they do it. Um, what's your take on that? You know... Part of it's a business, and then they they mastered it where they know how to get the people going. Then when you start looking at numbers, how much you made, you like yeah, oh, they're some gotta, of the highest grossing movies of all. Yeah, time. we gotta keep this going. Yeah, because believe it or not, these superhero movies are making more money than most movies, mm-hmm. and the only other movies that make a lot of money are like children cartoons. Okay. They make a lot of money. But it's still fun to take your kids to go see, I guess, like a yeah. little anime, animated and, little thing, I guess. But And being that we're talking about movies, but what movies gross the most money that people don't realize is black movies. Absolutely. Because people don't understand black movies have the smallest budget. Mm-hmm. But, but they, they get the highest reward yeah, on their money. Like, if you take Friday... How much did it really cost to make Friday? They sat on the porch <laughs> all day. And they had two, three scenes. That doesn't cost nothing. Yeah. If you look at majority of the black movies, we have two, three scenes. You never see no cars being blown up. You never see any explosion, high fancy technology. Yeah. Think of a black movie. Well, did you see uh, the movie Girl Strip? That's probably one of the more recent. You like, could say one. Yes. Oh, uh, they had a lot of stars. Diddy was in that movie, man. Yeah. How they get Diddy? You know what I mean? No, like, how, but... they, how they orchestrate the entire Essence Fest weekend into a movie? Yeah. See, you can do that because you plan it around. But they stars now love to be in movies. Yeah. Because the way you're getting paid, like it's not too many people eating off your check. Mm. But if you look at it. It was a good movie, hands down. Yeah, it was, it was a good movie. It's funny. But if you start to really look at it, name one black movie that had an all-black cast just about that had major explosions and all this stuff. There was only probably one, and you can't even say it's a black movie, Bad Boys. Yeah, that's probably the only that's one. That's the only one, but you can't go nowhere and say, yeah, I was watching this movie, explosions, this, that. Yeah. And that's how our movies make the most money. Believe it or not, it was the black movies that always hold up Hollywood. Really? What do you mean by that? 
Because what happens is a lot of those Hollywood movies to produce or to make cost so much money yeah. that they lose money. Yeah, oh, that's true. And so... People aren't really going to the movies like that anymore because... No. Um, you know what happened? I think people are just so awake now to the trailers. So, like, when, when we see trailers now, at least I am, right? When I see a trailer now, like, they wow. have all these special effects. This is blowing up. That's blowing up. Uh, I'm saying I'm not interested unless it's, like, the next big thing. You know what I mean? Like, people want to go to the movie to see the next big movie. Yeah, people yeah. don't want to go to see the movie to see, like, a whole bunch of things explode anymore. You, you know what happened? You're, you're absolutely correct. We have become aware and conscious because it be, it's became cliches. Like, oh, we sink that. Yeah, thing especially. Already. Oh, you know what? Oh, movies we suck saw now. That thing. Scary movies suck now. Yeah, it's they're, like they're terrible. How, how long you gonna keep driving that in the hole? Yeah. So now you'll say, oh, that's just another X Y Z movie, just a different cat. Now I don't want to see it. And what happening? People, not just in Hollywood, but everywhere, a lot of people are losing the creativity. Mm. And because it's not genuine anymore. And what you're starting to see is everybody's trying to be like the next person. There's no genuine. There's no thought process mm-hmm. going and everything. Everything's kind of superficial. And, you know, social media is somewhat or entertainment world is somewhat to blame for that. Okay. In one sense. What do you mean by that? Please explain. As in the sense of people are not real. Like. They take Facebook and Instagram and they made that their reality when it's not reality. Yeah. Or you see these reality shows and people are trying to live out these reality shows when they're not a reality. You mm. know? Like, you ever watch a reality show? You which, ever know- which reality show are we about to throw into the bus right now? Just give me, give me a great uh, example. Love and hip hop. Yeah. Were you going to say love and hip hop? Did you just say love and hip hop? Yeah. Love right. and hip hop. Black Ink Crew. Yeah, all of them. If you ever notice... <laughs> Black Ink Crew's pretty good, though. It's yeah, but if you ever notice, they never eating. <laughs> How do you uh, sit around at a diner table or restaurant and nobody's eating? You're talking about loving hip-hop specifically. Like, yeah, yeah, you ever see a lot yeah, of... Yeah, like all, all the... Um, Nobody's eating. All of the scenes are staged, kind yeah, of. Or and, orchestrated yeah, and in loving yeah. hip-hop, but... Good thing I don't watch that anymore, man. I, but I never did. They had but. a good run for like like four years, man, where yeah. people were tuning in. I don't really tune in at all anymore. Like I, I totally let it go. Now, here's another thing. Who hangs around people they don't like? Only people on reality TV. Yeah, so that lets you know. Or fake the, people. We don't do Weak-minded that. Weak-minded people. If you can go hang out with your boy and you say such as come, nah, I ain't going. But they'll still go. We don't do that. Yeah. And you know, so it's like and then even the way they act. Mm-hmm. You starting to see a lot of women even starting to display those same characters. A lot of men so like yeah, you're not on TV. You go to the club. People <laughs> people lost their social skills. They at the club with the phone in their hand the whole time. <laughs> They're not even uh, you well, trying to dance with the girl. She too busy in the phone. Yeah, like, man. You know, I mean, it, it, you're that's the, the choir right now. You, you, you're preaching to no, the choir right now. It's the reality, and believe it or not, due to social media, suicide levels also increase. Oh my god! People don't realize that because people living their life based on likes 
or based on little issues they having psychological issues yeah something that my generation that never was the case Mm. Somebody ain't like you So what I don't give a shit Dude, <laughs> dude what see What do he do Nothing I don't even care I'm on my own I'm doing my own thing Yeah you know what it is uh, to, That's a good example But like nowadays It's like a trail So like social media It leaves like a little trail So like Say if I see somebody I may already know them Just from what I've seen On social media So yeah. To me Like I, I, I thought I was gonna have this conversation With like Someone else But I'll have it with you, right? So, like, for me, it's kind of weird to, like, run up on somebody just because I've seen them on social media because I'm still kind of, like, my ego is like, nah, who the hell are they type thing, like, just because they have a social media page that I've seen before. Like, yeah, I'd rather meet them just naturally and then, like, have them not even know that I've seen their social media. I swear to God. See, I'm the same way. Yeah. That's because you're dealing in reality. Talk to the mic. You're dealing in reality. Yeah, that's what I... Look at my, uh, I don't even take uh, photos anymore, man. I take Polaroids. Yeah, because you're... I like Polaroids, you know what I'm saying? I don't like Instagram. It's the touch. It's reality. Yeah. Now, why should I go up to you and be like, man, you look at social media. I mean, you say to somebody, I look at Instagram. People taking pictures of bullshit. I don't give a damn you ate egg, sausage, and grits. Yeah, I I deleted people like that. Like, Like, what... And I no, Facebook is worse. Facebook is worse as far I, as that I, type of content too. And people taking a thousand selfies. How I many? I see with you every day. You're in a mid mirror taking a picture. Oh God! Like, come on. Are you serious? It's bad, man. You know, it's real bad. And I guess I come from a generation like even when I go to the club and I go out. My generation, nobody really on their phone. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking, but the younger gen in their twenties, early thirties, they texting on Facebook and Instagram while they out. Yeah, you missed the whole purpose of being out. You know, and it's sad because that it's, shit. I know that shit generation, it's, it's, but I, think I have y'all no need rebuttal. Help. I have no rebuttal. Yeah, like, I think y'all need help. That's what's help. so funny about like, it. Like, that's what's so funny about it. I, I have no rebuttal to that. You know what I mean? I don't know why uh, people go to their club and be on their phones. I know I'm guilty of it sometimes. Sometimes I'm in the moment. Other times, you know what I mean? You want to either capture the moment for people who follow you on social media. That's one excuse you can use. Another yes. excuse is uh, you're, you're just wasting your time. You're buying time. I don't even know, man. But it's you, really no excuse. But it, yeah, it's no excuse because you think you're capturing the moment, but in actual, you're not living in the moment. Yeah. And so that's uh, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it is. It's tough, but you know, that's when it has to be a campaign now to disconnect from social media in some sense. It's one thing you go on a podcast or go with somebody like yeah. in a war report yeah. where you getting information yeah. and content. But just to see somebody just doing nothing? Are you serious? Like I don't I don't agree with you. You don't get it. All right, well, we we definitely uh, kind of veered off the yeah, main we did, we course, did. You know what I mean? I want to get back into your comic book now. Yes, yes. You uh, know what I mean? What is PB Soldier about? What is the character based on? And uh, tell me more about the event you got coming up. See, PB Soldier, what it's about? It's about like my my partner. He's the writer. I do the marketing director. We got the draw. We got somebody. It's a team. Okay. So what PB Soldier is about is a is a comic book that deals with reality in the sense of 
It was created, it's set in the year 2020. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the world is considered a terrorist. Oh, God. And there's one world government and the government called the establishment. So now. Oh, this guy's woke right here. This guy's woke right here. It's called the establishment. So everyone is fighting. Everyone that's a terrorist, you're on the terrorist list. Yeah. And so our character, Nat, Nat Cummings. He's a computer hacker. The mm-hmm. main character, he's a computer hacker. So what happens is the government recruits him and he has to do assassinations for the government as a payoff, whatever. So now he's like a indentured servant to him almost. Oh my God. And so he's fighting against the resistance. So there's people that's fighting against the establishment. Yeah. And what you have in modern times. This is real. This is so, all very, like, this is deep. Yeah. A lot of people don't even understand that component of it. Yeah. And Big Brother watching everywhere. So that's what yeah. the comic. And then you have, like, the ATF. You have the stat all in way in black. Yeah. Whatever, like, like martial laws almost set this yeah. time. And so Nat, as he begins to fight against the resistance, he begins to have visions of his ancestors. Mm-hmm. So as the vision of his ancestors, he becomes torn and conflicted. And that's where the story goes from there. So yeah. you see where it unfolds. So one thing about it, the story, the way we created it, it deals in modern time where people can say, wow. It sounds like that. a movie, man. Yeah. And that's what we're going for. This sounds like a, a so, real, real movie. Yeah, like we already got the movie. script written for yeah. the movie. And this so, is this is the one. Of, this is gonna be a yeah, gonna, that's a, yeah. That's a banger right there already. Just because yeah. the shit that I'm into, the shit that I pay attention to on a daily basis, has to deal with that. And the war, like on on, on war port, right? When I want to get this out to people, that's the stuff that I really want to discuss. Yeah, you know what I mean. The, like the one world government that possibly is coming that is a, behind a lot of the things the establishment the resistance yes do people really understand that today in modern times is that why you based it in the future yeah like, that would be my question the, it's based in the future to let you know where we're heading yeah but also so people speaking can, to the mic it's based in the so you'll know where we're heading but the reason also to give that futuristic spin like a sci-fi almost yeah. so it's like a little it's a mixture of all you can play that. with the technology yeah you could play with it certain things that is not out now mm-hmm. we could put it in a comic book just like how you look at Star Trek Star Trek was showing you things that came out 20 years later like what? I never really watched Star Trek. Star like, Trek. Like flying car? We still don't got flying cars. No, Star Trek was the ones who had the phone, the watch phone. Oh. All the technology you see today with your cell phone, Star Trek had it. Okay. Wow. So a ma- majority of 3D mm-hmm. imaging. Yeah. Like the virtual when they had Tupac on the stage. Star Trek had that already. Yeah. 20 years ago 30 years years ago ago. Yeah Star Trek had Most of the technology You see today Oh wow And so That's what this is about We can play with that technology Some things can Come into real life And some can't Okay So That's what the comic book And then it's like to say Is a war Amongst us right now Yeah Right now Device Everybody's giving each other Go get your gun license. Yeah. You better start going to the shooting range. Yeah. Are you talking about now when you say that, are you just saying it to just say that that's what people are saying? Or is that the is that the vibe that you're on? 
No, that's the vibe. A lot of people are waking up. Okay, on okay, now. yeah. Like you go to if you go online, more and more people are going to get their gun license. More and more people are going to the gun range. Yeah. Because they're waking up. They like, whoa, war is amongst us. Yeah. How can you defend your family? How can you defend anything? Your property. Yeah, your property. Your privacy. Yeah, so eventually that's where we're coming down to. Yeah. And a lot of times other people may get upset. But there's nothing wrong with gun ownership. And so in our comic book, we deal with defense and deal with like teaching you that like the way to deal with science, technology and things of that nature. But we want to show people where things are heading. Mm-hmm. And you see it now. Yeah. And you like, man, it's Big Brother is everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. They got cameras everywhere. Like cameras where you shouldn't be cameras. Yeah. Camera at a, a light and nobody's there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is the camera yeah, for? Yeah, man. So I guess um, just from speaking with you, right? I know we were very off into that type of conversation. Yeah. But now we're here now. So like, like how, how and what depth do you... Um, Take that threat, kinda, to to I guess humanity and society, like seriously enough to like, you talk about it with other people for one, because like, usually during my day to day, you like we don't discuss these type of things, right? Yeah. And another question would be like, where like where do you think it's going in reality? Like that that would be my next question, man. Because now now we're getting into, we're solving the issue by by speaking about it, through yes. freedom of speech. And, and and being being woke about it, so like, where do you think this thing is headed to, man? As far as what you mean, what? As far as the establishment and the resistance. I mean, it's heading like, there fast. Yeah, it's heading there fast. Yes, because it's like you say freedom of speech. Now you can't say certain things anymore. Uh, I disagree. We can say whatever we want to. No, you. No, I'm talking about <laughs> the war report. We say whatever we want. Yeah. But well, what I mean is, as in the overall population. Yeah, we don't go now, outside and just. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, that's not politically correct. Yeah. Like, what? If I want to use the word, why can't I use the word? Yeah. So that's where it's heading. Like, you got to be mindful of the words you use now. Like, wow, I didn't even think it was that deep. So it's heading there, mm-hmm. but sometime in the method or the methodology they use to go there, it may be not in the manner that you thought it would be. Okay. Like in one sense, people thought everyone would walk around with computer chips in their their arms. There well, are people getting. Yeah, it, there are people getting that today. But they expected to be more, but a lot of people resisted from yeah, it. Yeah, nobody want. Who would want that? To control them, but they figured out a better method to control the people. Which way? Through the food. Mm, what do you mean by that, man? Other words, certain food brings forth certain emotions. Okay. So therefore, I can poison a whole society through the food. Yikes. I can wipe you out through the food. I can change your thought pattern based on the chemicals I put in the food. That's how serious Yikes. they going with this. Yikes. So you like, That's oh, terrible. no chips. But look, they poison the food. Other words, they making a business industry off the food. Other words, they putting carcinogenics or things that cause cancer in the food. At the same time, they, they selling they you. They poison the, the water too, man. Yeah. And they selling you drugs so they get rich either way by killing you off. Oh, gosh. So 
that's what it's I'm terrible saying. News, man. Yeah, it is terrible. And then one sense, you got to keep living life. Yeah. Because some people, they'll hold on. Oh, the government. Listen, man, take your butt to the movies. Yeah. Go to the park and watch a concert. Yeah. Don't lose your mind now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We still live in America. Yeah, like, like, that's, the, that's, that's the crazy thing about it. Like, there's all that happening, and then, like, we still, like, I still wake up, and it's, like, still America. Yeah. Like, we, I can like, still go to the store. You know what I mean? I can still, like, you know what I mean? Get a job somewhere, hopefully. Not, I guess, you know what I mean? Not everybody has jobs, but yeah. I do, and I'm blessed to have one. But at the same time, it's like, man, I feel like people, with all that being said, right? With all the, like, racial division and all of that stuff, yeah. I think people do need to start appreciating America a little bit more for the freedoms that we still do have left. Because, um,. You know what I mean? Things can change pretty quickly, man, if we let people bully us into, like, not speaking up about certain things or holding our tongue and not using our freedom of speech, man. What is what is your what is your thinking on that, man? Cause- yeah, I agree with you totally. Like, and things are changing in some sense, and we do need to appreciate uh, our freedom a little more. Like, for example, not so much as freedom, because sometimes that's an illusion. Yeah. But appreciate little simple things like just be able to walk down the street yeah. right now without any bombs or things of that nature. We don't live in a war or, zone yet, guys. Or even the ability to say, you know what, man, today I'm going to go buy me a new pair of sneakers. Yeah. Like little, little things. Sometimes treat yourself. You know what? I'm going to go sit at this cafe today and just talk about nothing. Teach. <laughs> shop conversations like because you go to that, that's what people do yeah and sometimes you have to appreciate that you know or even to say hey we could sit here in the war report room with all these magazines and things of that nature yeah. and just be all right yeah you know like yeah i'm cool i'm having fun you know like <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, when we done, let's go eat a, a veggie burger or something oh, like nah, that. I'm not on I that know way. you're not on that way, but I'm, I'm on, on that way. way. But you ain't on that way. But that's what we on now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm pulling you to that way. Just okay. like okay. you pulling me in the war report room. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? All right, well, we veered off again, but it's all good, man. We, yeah. on, the, we on the highway. We on the highway right now, cruising in our lane. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this event tomorrow, man. Uh, how do, how do, uh how can people pull up? Uh, where's the event going to be at? Tell the people, you know what I mean? Because I'll drop the podcast today and uh, you can shoot it to your network, so I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To, you know the event. We got the flyer. Yeah, we got, we got the, the flyer. Show the, show, the, uh, show, the, show the Facebook Live. We got the flyer right yeah, here. Yeah, the flyer right here. PB Soldier. You know the event is going down. You know... It's tomorrow from uh, 4 to 8. It's all black affair. You know, just wear black. It's free, a black semi-formal. Okay. And you just RSVP at pbsoldier.com. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's at NGIT, the Innovation Center, 100 Summit Street in mm-hmm. North. This is dope. It's the old Central High School. Listen, people, if you've never been in this building... It's a must-see building. The, the the amount of money, resources they put in this building. And honestly, we have to start taking advantage of the resources that's in our city and the city Absolutely. of North. And that's what a lot of times we so busy caught on the negativity. We overlook events like this. We overlook locations like this. Okay. And so the re- Absolutely, man. So, that's very true. So we want to have it here because we're alumni from NJIT. 
Okay. Me and my partners, we alumni from NJIT and Science High School. Oh, okay. So this this, this science thing this goes deep. This is the deep. University and Science High School yeah. right here. Yeah, so it goes <laughs> deep. The intellect goes deep. Yeah. And so we want y'all to, to see the building and see how it came over the years, but also where you can come and be a part of this building, be a part of NJIT, be a part of this community, this growing technology community. Mm-hmm. You know, this black techie. This is black techie movement right here. This you know, is right yeah, here? This is Afrotech right here and live and in person right okay, here. Okay, okay. You know, you're a part of that movement. If I didn't I didn't realize that. You don't really look think about the equipment you have to have just to have this podcast. Hey man. I have a I guess I have a like a broadcast background. You know, yeah, but even the technology to do this to bring it out to the people. We on Facebook Live. We got the podcast. All we that. that. We got that yeah. camera recording. It camera right recording. There. This is technology in one. Yeah. And we so, trying to bring. We trying to get this worldwide. Yeah, and it, it's going to go worldwide. Yeah. And so that's what this is about. This event is promoting STEM, science, technology, engineering, mathematics. So that's what we use the comic Yo. book. To teach that, you know, and I brought a few issues, you know, the comic book, so y'all Ooh, see it in live and flesh. You got know. Em. Yeah, you know this. You know, you live, know what? I, it's funny. I've never yeah, live and flesh. I never real hard had, copies. I never even like. I was never into comic books. I remember when I was at um like St. Phillips, right where Washington yeah. Park is. Um, live there used the- to be a comic book store there. Yeah. You remember that store right yeah. by the uh, right by the Chicken Shack, right like in between the Chicken Shack and the Griffith Tower, and the Haynes Building. They moved building. around the corner. Jose, he moved on. Is Washington he still there? Street. He on Washington Street now. He okay. carry out comic books also. He's all he a good supporter. He'll be at the event tomorrow also. Okay, okay. It's so, funny. I used to go in there and just like my my extent of comic books was literally just opening them up. And yeah. just looking at the pitches, you know what I mean? And just following yeah. the story you through the pitches. keep that one. That one for you right nah, there. Nah, man. How yeah. much, man? Nah, nah. I got to support. You, you know, we at the war report. You just make sure you're there tomorrow. That's okay, all. okay, okay. But uh, Jose here around the corner, the comic book store. I used to go in there and I would buy all my ba- basketball cards That's what there. it's all about right here. Yeah, you know, so it's true entrepreneurship right here all in this Damn, room. Damn, all right. Well, my next question would be now that this, I got a physical copy yes. in my hand, what goes into, I know you said you have a team, right? What goes into producing the physical copy? Uh, what that, do you do? Like, what's the production on these things? That that that's a. It takes time. It takes time and dedication. My partner, he's the writer. Nasee gifted, and uh, he does the writing and the storyboard. So go from writing the storyboard to sending it to the illustrator. Ooh. The illustrator draws it out and creates the city, the scene, and do the color scheme. But it's about sitting down, talking about what actually goes in it. Like, all right, this is the direction we're going. And then finding the right person to publish as far as the paper. The yeah, quality of the paper. Like you know, so paper. the way we did it, we wanted to be equivalent to any top comic books. The quality, the imagery, the Ooh. drawings. So it's like... Is equivalent. It can compete with every top comic book out there. Okay, what does PB Soldier stand for? It's a, it's focus, focus black soldiers like focus, but we change the P? the P. Yeah, it's like speaking our own language into existence. Whoa, focus black soldier. Yeah, so 
That's Ooh. what it's about. You know what I mean? I like that. And so you focus on your mission in life. And so at all times, whatever you do, you have to be focused. You and a soldier is diligent and disciplined. So you have to be diligent and disciplined in everything you do. And that's what this is about. That's why we went all out on the quality, the imagery, everything dealing with the comic book. The marketing presentation. You can check out the website, www.pbsoldier.com. And you'll see the work that we put in and the places from we did the Comic-Con a few times. Mm-hmm. Spoke, gave lectures. Yeah. Where have uh, you... Where have you? Yeah, speaking of that real quick, that would be my next question. We're like... Uh, What's it like going out on the comic scene and these different, like, expos and stuff like that? What's that like? You know what? It's a cool experience that I tell everybody to go to Comic-Con, blow your mind. To yeah. see people dressed up in, like, their favorite superheroes. But for us, it's business and trying to get people. And so sometimes you could be a small fish in this giant pond around sharks and things of that nature. Yeah. And so... Part of the business side is you have to pay some time for vendor space. Yeah. And the Comic-Con is very costly. Mm. And sometimes you don't make your money back, but it's the investment you put in to get known. And sometimes people don't realize you have to invest in your business. It ain't always you make your money back. But that's part of the marketing. Like when you tell people... Yo, we was at the Comic-Con, had booths three years in a row. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. But now when you tell them we had workshops at the Comic-Con, which is almost hard to get in. Mm -hmm. It's hard to have your own workshop at the Comic-Con. We had workshops at the Comic-Con. Okay. What city? What city? In New York City. New York City. Hundred over, what is it? Over 100,000 people come out to the Comic-Con. Oh, wow. So now you're getting out there. And then we go to Detroit, do the Detroit Fest. We go to Maryland, all over California, different Comic-Cons, small shows, New Jersey, everywhere. So many of them after a while, you start forgetting the names. You just yeah. Like, oh, that's you where we there. at. Yeah, we there. Okay. And so it's a... So, and of course, some yeah. some events are bigger than others. Yeah, E-Bock out in Philly. We do that every year because that's, that's like family. Then we have our own comic book festival at Central High School. We just had the third one called the Kim Comic Fest. Okay. So that's what's the, what's the look out on that? Like, what's the turnout? Do people couple people of hundred responding? and people? Yeah, people responding because it's new. This this year was the third year. Okay. So each year has grown, mm-hmm. and so this came out of our own mindset after going because we realized, hey, we need our own in North. Yeah. Like from North, we did the one in Harlem at the Schomburg. Oh wow! That was the thousands come out to that. And you start to realize there, I mean, they come out. People that are not even into comic books come out because it's a a different event. This is is a different vibe right here. This is crazy. Yeah. This is my first time really how crazy it it really is. Yeah. And this is like the whole concept behind it, the the, the character is just so dope. You know what I'm saying? You got the, know what you should do? You got to... Hire like a little model or something. Do you know what I mean? Come in and oh, dress oh, hold up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, thing, now, brother. Hold up. You we done already, that? We listen. We even got costumes for our characters. Okay. So if you check out the website, you'll see. We All right. Tell, to the, tell people how they can get in. Uh, get in. Uh, follow the website. What's it's, the website? Uh, www. 
pbsoldier.com. P-B-S-O-L-D-I-E-R.com. Okay. So you just check that out. You'll see we may got actual costumes. Our own character for the thing. We got even our own little men that we made. We oh, got, wow. We got uh, our comic books on skateboard decks because we did skateboard tournaments. Things of that nature. So we take this in many different facets. We even have it where you can hire us to do your your kids' party where we have a, a, a Nerf war where you have the resistance and the establishment and when we come out and you hire us, we provide the cake, we provide the Nerf guns, and everybody get a comic book, things of that nature, you know. Ooh, so it's like a PB Soldier hot. comic book party. That's hot. So that's what we do also. So we taking it there. Then we also getting prepared, doing a movie script. We got that written out. So we getting prepared to do a movie mm-hmm. and a play. Ooh. So, you know, just... Look out for it. That's yeah, all. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something. This is something special in the making, man. This episode two point five. I got right here. Yeah. How many yeah. episodes are you guys up to right it's, now? Is uh three is uh episode one, which I don't have on. Mm-hmm. Then 2, then 2.5, then 3.0. Uh-huh. If you come out tomorrow, that's the one we shall be releasing. Ooh. So that's why I don't have it. It'll be released tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it'll be something big. It's going to be a big event. With, so far, over 200 people RSVP'd alone. Okay. Not including people that didn't RSVP just say, I'm going to be there. Yeah, okay. So, you know, it's going to be a big event. All right. Make sure you guys dress out in all black, man. Yeah, that's all. Just wear your all black. That's it. We just want it semi-formal. You know, and just want the people to come out and see entrepreneurship at its highest. Ooh, okay. okay. Or as Jay-Z said, black excellence. Ooh, black that's, excellence. That's what we going for right now. Black excellence. I love it, man. You we're like in the war report it. right now. Black excellence movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my phone's gonna die pretty soon, but it's yeah. all good, man. We just gonna roll it out till my phone dies, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. all good. But we still recording this podcast, though. So let's get back into that. You spoke a little bit. Uh, a subject that I wanted to talk to you about was just Nork in general, right? Because yes. you're one of the familiar faces that I've known since like I was like in high school. You know what I mean? And uh, you talked about some of the resources that Norcus has and how, um, of course, the city is coming up and it's being shown in a different light all over the world. And the war report hopefully will be a part of that. You know what I mean? So we'll be PB soldiers. But uh, what's your opinion on the resources, man? Uh, I guess the, the downtown community, the, yes. like the community that you will see downtown, is it's, it's, it's a nice small-knit community right now. Yes. That's kind of what I noticed, uh, like... Just this week, you know what I mean? Getting yes, back from yes. uh, New Orleans. Um, but as far as the outside outskirts of downtown, like I don't think they're really, they're really even. They, I don't even think they're paying attention to what's really happening in their own city, you for know, the most part. Like the larger population. I'm gonna say this is a set is a tale of two cities. Yeah, coming from the background, far as politics, even running for office. And knowing all the people that run downtown, that that clique, that group. Yeah. Then born and raised in North and living up in the neighborhood and knowing the people from the street level to all levels. Yeah. They're Just aware. Regular level. Yeah. Neighbor level. Yeah. yeah. Neighborhood level. Yeah, the neighborhoods. Yeah. The real Nork. Yeah. As we say, the real North. Yeah. Because what has happened, 
I started to see notice that, and I was talking to somebody, and I said, everybody now putting Nork, Nork this, Nork that. But when I was coming up, we were saying Nork. Nobody wanted to claim Nork. Yeah. But the neighborhood was claiming Nork no matter what. Yeah. We died, bled Nork. But now everybody, Nork this, the Nork renaissance, the Nork this, which is cool. But we don't want people to assume that that's only Nork. Because that somewhat is that, that. It's still a very small portion of me. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very like, small. You know what I mean? It's very, it's, it's like, it's something like. That's starting to become like, yo, like this is like pretty. It's, it's, it's accelerating. You it's a I mean? hipster, as they say. The well, hipster. Yeah, well, Not even. Yeah, and that's what it is. But we want people to know before all that, Nork had culture. Yeah. Before all that, Nork was moving. This is the home of Red Man, Queen Latif, Lauren. Everybody come through here. Yeah. So we already had flavor. Shout out to White Clef. Yeah, White Clef. Everybody was, was representing North. Yeah. When you heard North, do it all. Lords of the Underground. Yeah. I mean, Michael uh, B. Jordan, mm-hmm. North. Uh, Tisha from Martin, North. Yeah. Uh, JD, North. JD we, who? Uh, JD Williams uh, from the Oh, Wire. yeah, yeah, yeah. JD Nort, Williams. It's another JD brother. Williams. I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but he's on. Uh, he was on Power on the episode of Power and did a lot of commercials. North. Then you got Michelle Morgan, who was my, a teacher at Science High for a little bit, mm-hmm. who played in a lot of movies. She even She's from North. And her father, he's like the neighborhood man, Morg, Michelle Morgan. She did a lot of the voiceovers on the Boondocks. Oh, wow. On the McDonald's commercials. Wow. She was in New Jersey Drive and movie at the movie. Uh, she's from Newark. Born and raised, still live here. Wow. And this is... I'm not even... I'm not even I'm, I don't even know who that is, man. Yeah, her husband, Tobias, he in movies. They live in Newark. They live down the street, three blocks from three blocks from where we at right now. They one, two, three blocks over. Wow! So it's like to say it's been here. Yeah, it's people that been doing. We things. never really got the recognition. We yeah. still don't really get the recognition. We don't get it, but it's there. And then when you talk about the local neighborhood, they see what's happening. But but they have their own issues they're trying to overcome, like survival issues. Okay. Like, you know, sometime with a lot of this movement, like in Harlem and Brooklyn, rent goes up, gentrification starting to happen. Yeah. So it changed the dynamics. But far as resources, Nork, believe it or not, forget that. You got Weekway Park. Weekway Park in the Guinness Book of World Records. For what? It has the longest rubberized track in the world. 2.2 some miles. No, not in the world, man. In the United States, no rubberized track right now that's that long, rubberized, that you can run on. It in the a, world? It was in a Guinness Book of World Records. Man, we what put, year was that, man? Period. I have a hard time there, Listen, that. it's hard to believe. <laughs> ah, no way. Even another resource. Nah, man. Think about when you think of JFK, the rec center. Yeah. Got Olympic-sized pool. Oh, no, and, I, I, I do be, that. I swim and, in there. And believe it or not, the, the roof opened up. Yeah. That's that's but people special. would never think like North. But I've been going no. Actually, I, I'm I'm a trendsetter, man. I've been going there and putting it on social media that yeah, I go there. But a lot and of people don't know that. Getting it in this summer, getting laps in. Yeah. Not not a lot of not, nobody my age was out there. No. I was in there with the senior citizens. Yeah, that's I'm what, out there. 
But I do jam. Think about that. Here's another thing people don't realize right now. Nork has a car museum. Yeah, Avenue A. What are you yes. talking about? Avenue A Club? Yes. You can't really go in there. I I went to many events in there. I know. I went, I've been to a event in there, and not only it has a car, the the car museum, but also in the same building, you can rent Lamborghinis. Yeah, uh, that's a fact. Top notch cars, Ferraris. No, no one knows that. Only a few people. I know that. Yeah, you may know. <laughs> I know it. We may went to a event, but how many people know that in Newark? Not not many. Like man. what? They got that. Very Got classic motorcycles and cars in this one building. Yeah. Like you go on the South Ward. There's a church on Clinton Avenue. It looked like a church, but you go on the back. It's a theater that sits 1,200 people. Now you're confusing me. I don't know what that is. See, we got best kept jewels in this city, but people don't realize it. Okay. We got resources beyond normal. Nork right now. Rutgers University has the largest what jazz historical museum, and the United States has the jazz museum. You're talking about in Express Nork? That's what you're talking about. What are you talking yeah, about? It went from Rutgers Nork in the yeah. library on the third floor, fourth floor. Then it went to Express Nork, one of the largest jazz collection, historical jazz collection. What do you mean oh. historical jazz collection? They got the actual disc there, like, yeah, what do like you mean? records. Nina Simone's uh, notes, different people, note musical what? sheets. Uh, is it all? And is all just Newark and Jersey based as well, or no, did they no. get that from all Worldwide. over? Worldwide, like artists, jazz artists from all over. Okay, but how many people know that? We got the jazz, historical jazz museum at the tip of our hands. I lucked up on it because I was in Rutgers in the library. And I just was like, Thurfa, what is this? And yeah. the guy that runs it was like, come on in. Yeah. And started talking to us and gave us a tour. Like, yes, we even got it where the room closed and is airtight so some of the stuff don't get damaged. This is news to me. I've been in Rutgers uh, library like been once there or twice. For decades. I've been there a bunch of times, but I've never been upstairs to the third yeah. floor. Yeah, and a lot of it's either third or fourth, but it's been there for years. Okay. And these are like jewels all over. Like you go on the North Ward, I'm in the East Ward. They got the rec center with an ice skating rink in there. They used to have free ice skating that the public could use. They shut it down. Now the school uses the East Side, one of them. But we got a lot of Jews in the school, in this wow. in the city, I mean, and it's and it's growing more and more. It's just that the information is not there; people don't know. Okay, you know, and that's that's the thing. The how do we bridge that gap? Mm-hmm. How do we inform the people about what's happening, what we have, and where we want to go? Okay. You know, and that's the thing we got to do. You know what? Uh, well, Nork has for for me. I'll be honest. Uh, Nork has his good days and has his like oh bad days. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. So like, in uh, one of the like things that I like, I'm always kind of hammering is that the like the night scene isn't really ideal for like the recent graduate or like the young guy, right? You got to either go to the clubs in Elizabeth or New York City. So of course, is there, which is always going to pop. And I, I always like. People say like, oh yeah, like Newark, you know what I mean? It's coming up in certain different areas. One area that's like in the media is the nightlife. And I just feel like uh, like other areas that are close enough to Newark, they're not going to ever slow down yeah. for Newark. So like Brooklyn, they're not going to just reverse course and be like, 
the corny spot now just because oh, Newark is going to go popping. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and neither is Manhattan. You know what I mean? So, like, how do you – for Newark, how do we get past that? You know what I mean? The fact that we do live in an area that's, like, still has way more popping parts that we probably will never really reach the height of. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're still coming up in our own lane kind of. Like, how, how do we get past that, you think? Here's the thing. A lot of times we try to compare ourselves to New York City. Yeah. A lot of cities. And it just doesn't New York work. is its own entity – that no city in the world could compare to right now. That yeah. is like the end all be all. So you try to you got to take little bits and pieces of what they have and try to emulate it in your city. Okay. And one of the issues in North compared to New York City is liquor license. In See, what way? As in in New York, it's easier to get. Yeah, as in you could go in the bodega and, and they serve alcohol. Yeah, that's true. Liquor license is scarce in New Jersey. Why is that the case? I, they, I don't know. They must got. They got a state got a hold on. So since when the liquor license is scarce, it stops the nightlife. Mm. Because what happens is, say like I may want to open up a lounge for the young or your generation or anybody a little hip, cool, like that lounge that we feel that vibe, that chill out where it ain't. All upscale where you gotta yeah. dress up a certain way and it ain't like no hole in the wall. Yeah. But I wanna create that where it looks like this with But it's damn near impossible because it's the a, liquor license. Yeah, and then when I say, yo, I wanna go buy a liquor, get a lit I gotta buy it off somebody and they sell it for two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars. Ridiculous. And you like, what? The spot I'm opening ain't even worth that much. Yeah. And that's the hell though. That's why you'll see in Elizabeth all these spots like boom they oh oh and yeah. then we have to also work on security like a lot of times we be like no nah, it's too rough in north like who yeah. the, it's, it's rough man these guys don't care so what we have to do is figure out a way to get more liquor like then you have a lot of old bars a lot of people holding on the liquor license where it's like hey man sell this thing so we can get get some life going yeah and People open up spots, believe it, and this is what I realized. New York City is the way it is because it got hundreds of small businesses. Some of these spots that they open in North is too damn big. Like, you don't need all that goddamn space. Yeah. Like, that's you, true. Think about it. You go to Brooklyn, you be it's in this spot. Oh, it's rocking. Like, yeah, and it's, it's only the size of dining room and living room. Yeah. But it's a line to get in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rocking in there. Yeah, and what they'll do, you go to Atlanta, the same thing on Peter Street. Yeah. Or follow cafes and lounges, all the same thing in D.C. Yeah. Those spots ain't huge. Yeah. They'll have their big spots. They have their areas, but for most part, like, if you really want to do the, the, the square mileage on the yes. spot, it's small. Yeah, so what we have to do, we got to get Even New Orleans of, is like that. Yeah, we got to get out of that big box joint yeah. and start getting into where the spot is the size of somebody's apartment. Yeah. And just put, <laughs> put like four more next to each other. So And then where people just go in and out of each one. Yeah. That's how you create the scene. Mm. You have to create it yeah, where... we don't really have a walking strip. Yes, so we have to create it where you open up a cafe, I open up a lounge cafe, he open up one. You may sell tapia, 
He may sell sushi at his lounge. I'm selling vegetarian food. This person selling some New Orleans stuff. And we all got liquor license. We all got a DJ. And we all letting it be free. Where, and then you may do poetry. I'm doing jazz this night. You doing poetry this night. This yeah. person doing trap music. This person doing club music. Yeah. And every spot free. Every spot got a line. Got a line. And you can walk in and out of each spot because it's yeah. free and you're not bound like well yo i'm next door where you at so now your friends come no nah, no nah, i went next door so now you're just bouncing in out of each spot mm-hmm. but that's you, how atlanta is yeah that's how atlanta is that's how brooklyn is that's how hoboken is mm. yeah. you just go from spot to spot yeah but it, in Newark, the spot's so huge yeah and people love to be on top of each other, whether you want to admit it or not. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Think about nah, you know what it is, man? It's like, um, I'm not sure what you would call that theory, but just like the fact that people are next to each other in like a smaller capacity makes it more like lively. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the family theory. Okay. Think about it. When you and your cousins, everybody in the house deep together. Yeah. You love that feeling. Yeah, okay. And that's that bond. It's the family bond. If you you want to talk about Nork, the local neighborhood versus the downtown, and I go to every spot, I can take you to the local bars mm-hmm. in Nork. There's a spot on Broad Street called Chester's. Listen, Saturday and Sunday, you go there, the spot opens up 10 a.m. It's a line. A local little bar. Ram in Newark? And Newark on Broad Street. Ram packed. I'm talking about if you don't get there early, you don't get a seat. People around the whole thing to eat shrimps. The joint be so packed. Chester's? Chester's Where is this It's like man? a little bar on Broad Street as you pass the precinct. What you, precinct? The, you mean Broadway? Broadway, Broadway. Broadway. Oh, I'm you like go Broad down Street. There. Yeah, you go down there. Yeah. Ram packed. It closes at 6 o'clock. P.M. P.M. It be so packed you'll think a festival is outside. God damn. But it's a little hole in the wall. Okay. <laughs> but you, but this spot be packed. Little spots in Newark all throughout like that. Rather than the East Ward, it's just spots that ain't that big, but people there. And you like, wow, what's going on? You know, and yeah. that's the thing you said. Why is everybody in the local neighborhood? And then it's a thing called price of a drink. Mm. You know, like you go to Chester's, you may get a shot like this for like eight dollars. That's a good. That's a good amount for eight dollars. Yes. Oh, boom. and they free pour. Yeah, it's a difference from free pointing using a nozzle that calculates yeah. the drops. Yeah, you go to little for Irvington, different areas. They free pouring, so those be the spots that be crowded. Mm. Because at the end of the day, sometimes you come downtown, and you may go to some of these spots, and the drinks may cost you sixteen, fifteen dollars. Now you understand because they rent and overhead. Yeah, but you like wait. A How minute. am I having a good time in here? Yeah, like damn, two drinks. Guess I'm it's already. One, it's just like one drink and then I'm done. I'm done. You down <laughs> two drinks. You down forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not include you may park to get here. Yeah, 
It's just not ideal. And that's why you like, what's going on downtown? And a lot of times they're not consulting the younger generation about what is it you want to see. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't care about all that fancy shit. Yeah, you just want a a lit party to go to. Yeah, you. And the wall could be half finished. With some old ass <laughs> posters on the wall. Yeah. Yo, the hottest spots I go to look like they just put posters everywhere, graffiti writing. And the party be live. You walk out of there sweating like, God damn. And you come outside <laughs> to cool off. Like, Shit is hot as hell in there. You leave it now, nah, I'm going back in after I cool off. Yeah. Those be the dope parties. Yeah, that's how, uh, and I was in New Orleans like earlier this month, man. The, uh, we went to like it was like the National Association of Black Journalists, right? Buzzfeed through like a kickoff event. Yeah, man, like I snuck, I snuck through in the, in the side door, but uh, it was like a small spot, bars on downstairs, upstairs, and it had the, like the little outside New Orleans deck. Yeah. Oh my God, bro! Like it's lit inside, so when you get a when you when you need a breather, just take your ass to the deck, watch the street flow, and you, you you just look at you just look around like Yo, I can't believe I'm out here. Like, yes, I'm really out here. Same in DC was yeah. the same way. Yeah, but do you have that in North? No, no, you don't have that. You don't have that free flowing. You could get it there, but what we have to do? Some things we have to start making free again. Yeah. A lot of times you go to a lot of parties, they be wanting $20. Yeah. Like, what? The party with the same people? Nah, man. And that's another thing. You have to learn. We have to work together to develop this city up. Mm. We have to work together. We one In one sense, the people have to come out with a more positive attitude. Like, leave all the violent or negative thoughts. Like, you think it's something always going to happen. No. Sometimes if everybody come out with a positive thought, it will be positivity in the air. Okay. But if you always think something going to happen, next thing you sometimes you could attract that. Because mm. it's, it's not always like pe- people think Newark is violent, but it's got its small violent pockets. But on the average, it's a lot of good things, a lot of positive movements happening. Mm. And what we also have to do is figure out how can we get those thousands of college students down partying. Mm-hmm. Now, when you, we can get them, but we have to let them know it's here for them. Yeah. And it's, it's not advertised right now. Yeah, and it's here for everybody, people in the local community. We want everyone to benefit off the movement. Okay, okay. Man, that's the end of our uh, audio track, man. We got about 55 minutes in, man. We can yeah, talk yeah. pretty much all day. Um, One thing I did want to ask you about is that we pretty much wrap up. Like, you talked a little bit about the biking community. Yes, uh, yes. You can touch yes. on that really quickly. And, uh, like, you you, you, ha- you talked about STEM, so I know you're into, like, solar panels and stuff like that, man. Yeah. So, like, my first question about the biking and stuff like that. Um. Like you were doing that a long a minute ago, right? Yeah, so like, still but the is. bike community in Newark is like is coming up. Yeah. So speak on the bike community, man. It's a lifestyle uh, that I'm not really, I haven't chosen yet. But uh, I'm you like, know, I, you never know. You yeah. never know. I'm I'm interested in that. Okay, when it comes to bike community, I'm like one of the premier. Yeah. Of the biking community, it's that brother is like the. Yeah, we, we got United Cycle Tour to North. That's our crew. We would meet every Sunday bike riding. Then you got another team called Black Socks. 
Then you got some girls called Black Girls That Ride. Mm-hmm. Then that's on that level. Now you have people on a whole nother level. That's called the Major Teller. They like United States worldwide. Now these are the people that will ride from here to D.C. Or you would say, yeah, I'm going to ride. Yes, I'm going to ride. From here, from Newark? Yes. Nor- no. They just came back and did a ride from here to Atlanta. Bike On ride. bike? Yeah, like my crew, we'll bike from Newark to New York City to Coney Island. We'll do like That's 50, a, oh my 50 miles, 40 miles. These guys, they'll do 50 miles. Say like, if we say we going to Princeton, they going to Princeton. Major Teller crew, my crew, we going to Princeton. Having fun, sightseeing, boom. Yeah. Riding, cruising, having fun. Some days we ride, sometimes we ride fast. They're going to Princeton. Shoom. Like, you yeah. like, God. Oh, my God. He's yeah. got doing 17, 20 miles an hour. Eating on a bike. Don't stop. Riding, pulling out. Just, no, you man. like yo. <laughs> so a lot of people like ride with my crew. Yeah, when you want to get that real athletic competition, you ride with them. Yeah. But when you want to see the tour, the sights, have fun, stop. Yeah. They come to United Cycle Tour to North. Okay, because they say, "Yo, I saw the pictures, man. Y'all cats was in Coney Island. That looked dope." Yeah, we'll ride. The That's co- so far. No, re- but it's not. That really. is far, man. Listen, we have beginner riders. They'll do it. They be like, "Yo," and what it does, it allows you to see the city, see cities different. Yeah, from being in the car on a bus. Now you take notice of things you didn't notice before. Okay, even you riding along the water. We rode from North, and we took over the one and nine. Then rode along the waterfront from Jersey City, Hoboken, Edgewood, across over the George Washington Bridge. Came all the way down. Is that the way. free on bike? Huh? Is that is it free to cross the George Washington? On yeah, bike? free people ride their bikes or walk or run across. They, you go there's thousands that's bike riding. Wow. So, and what it, I always tell, it's a good health thing because a lot of times when you, I ran track, and after a while, I get hard, hard on your knees. Yeah. And biking is one of the a good exercise that doesn't put pressure on your knees and it keeps you in shape, keeps the heart flowing. Yeah. So, and then also you got the Brick City Bike Coalition. I do things with them. They It's more of an advocacy and a lot of times we fight for more bike lanes, you know, mm-hmm. because even before this, you see people using bikes to go to work. Mm-hmm. You see people, kids, since we was growing up, you growing everybody had bicycles up and down. So now we want to make it safe for bike riders. Yeah. And we want people to be aware of bike riders and say, hey, man. It's more like, environmentally friendly than a scooter. Yes, yes. And use less pollution. like And you get healthier. Yeah, and, and so people don't just be getting in the car to go four blocks to the store when they could just roll the bike. Yeah, okay. You know, so we want to create that vibe. Okay, all right. And then real quickly about the uh, solar panels. Like, I did see you in some type of capacity with solar panels. Yeah. Like, what's your background with that? Like, how much do you know about solar panels? Like, should people get them? Yeah, people yeah. start investing in that and they're having them on their houses. Like, I'm what's going on with that? What happened was I wasn't working at time, so I said, oh, solar, the new thing. So I went to school and got certified to do solar panels. Soon I okay. came out, 
I got a job. I was doing solar panels on commercial buildings and homes. Mm-hmm. So, so you know how to install them, everything. Yeah, install it, price it up, you yeah. name it. And what happened is with solar panels, you all, is it, for buildings, commercial buildings is always useful. Yeah. Because they burn a lot of electricity. Yeah. And it's also good for anybody in a home. But when you talk about your house, you have to look at certain things. When I'm talking about residential versus commercial, residential, yeah. you have to look and see how much electricity do you burn. Because mm-hmm. say like they may get the solar panel, it may cost you 15, 10,000, 20,000. To get them installed? Yeah, to get them installed, put on your house, depending on how much, how much water you use. Now you'll say to yourself, 15, 20 grand. Just to install some solar panels. Yeah, and you may say my electric bill only like a hundred dollars. Yeah, so <laughs> it may not be useful for you. Okay, but there's some people who build like eight hundred, not because they got all this technology. But even a word of advice before we talk about solar panels, we got to talk about how do you reduce your electric bill? Okay, like start putting everything on. Um, was it strip outlets where and cut things off because you have a thing called phantom loads and phantom loads is what really drives your bill up okay and what phantom loads is those little things that use currents and electricity that you forget all about mm-hmm. like for example when you leave the stereo on and them lights the what on the know how you have your stereo on stereo and you leave it plugged up it's a little lights inside or just to see the little glow the little display yeah, yeah. your cable box or say like you leave your computer your your charger plugged in yeah it's like little lights so it's using a currents and stuff like that even if it's not plugged into a phone yeah so some things you need to unplug like that's why they'll say steady having an electric clock that you plug in get a clock that just sits that run by batteries yeah so put everything in outlet strip unplug your microwave mm, really yeah because that clock the time is burning electricity Wow. And once you start to unplug all this stuff that has these phantom loads, little lights, things of that nature, the display lights like you see on the cable box, all that. Once you start unplugging all that stuff, put it on outlet strips where you just click when you leave out, mm-hmm. you'll notice your bill will drop one third or even half. Wow. Yeah. Just plug off the power strip, huh? Yeah, use the I, power strip. I don't strip. do that, man. I yeah, just turn lot, it off. Nobody does the power strip. They just like, ah, turn it off, turn off the computer, yeah. laptop. But it's still burning electricity. Matter? Yo, that's crazy. You know what it is, too? Um, Like, uh, say uh, the laptop here, right? This laptop. Yeah. Like, I just close it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's still plugged in on charge. Yeah, and That's it's still all, burning. Man. I feel so, bad. So what you have to start doing is unplugging everything electrical. Like it's certain things that sh- has shut down on its own that don't burn that much electric. The refrigerator doesn't burn that much electricity. Mm. That's why you hear start up, shut down. Yeah. Refrigerator doesn't burn. What what takes a lot of electricity also is your iron. That nah, initial, we never leave the iron in. Yeah, but no one does. But that initial boom to get it going, yeah. uh, iron burns a lot of electricity. Mm. The microwave, things of that. And so once you begin to cut back, 
So in order to do somebody's solar panels, I have to look at your bill yeah. and see the wattage you're using. And then you determine how many panels you're going to need. Yeah. So wow. so I would first say, listen, let me see your maximum load. What's the maximum amount of wattage you use? And then you have to look at your bill for a whole year. Because in the summertime, you're using AC, you may be burning more electricity than the wintertime, or depending on if you if your heat operating off a of baseboard and electricity. So you look at the bill, then you determine, that's a determining factor. So, you know, I learned, I did jobs all over for different companies. So it's a good thing, and there's other forms of way. So I tell people it's about how much electricity, but before that, learn to save money. By cutting off electricity and like wow. eliminating them phantom loads. Wow, wow, wow. All right, well, that was a great interview for one man. We uh, pretty much gone over an hour and some change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, please uh, tell the people how they can get in contact with you, how they can get in contact with PB Soldiers, some of your work, uh, the website. Shout out the website again, man. Let the people know. Yeah, my name once again is Delante J. Bass. Well, look at look into that one. Look at Delante J. Bass, aka Brother Sunflower. Catch me, Brother Sunflower, on Instagram. Uh, Delante J. Bass on Facebook. Also, you check out the website www.pbsoldier.com and you can check out the comic book. And also, if you want to hit us up, info at pbsoldier.com. And I think I want to thank my man Jared for having me on the war report because you know, shout out to the war report. It's gonna hit every home, every computer station, you name it. Coming crazy, man. We yeah, want a worldwide so, global transmission, man. And so I That's would like to say for. it's an honor to have to be on this show. Sometimes you gotta give thanks and honor to people and give their roses before it's too late, you know. So I wanna give my man his rose cause this has been a long time coming and I seen the progression and now he's here. He hey. in full effect. You Shout know out to what I mean? Soldier, man. Come out NGIT tomorrow. Yeah, August the 26th. Check us out 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. You know, and thank you for having me on your show, hey, brother. Hey, man, we signing out, man. Peace. Peace.